Welcome to the Divorce Angel Podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Summerton. Attention business owners, senior managers and executives, your successful separation begins right now. We have the answers to the questions you did not even think to ask. Let's face it, you're already successful in your career and we're here to help expand your knowledge and limit your costs by designing a strategy for your divorce. We take all that business knowledge you've acquired and we put it to work. With proven strategies, systems and processes, we've saved our clients tens of thousands in legal fees and helped define their future. And now we're doing the unthinkable. We're revealing the secrets the lawyers have tried to hide and giving you our formula for five steps to a seamless divorce. We're changing the world one divorce at a time, so stay tuned. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I am so happy that you're here with me. And like I often say, I'm so blessed to be able to share my knowledge and understanding with you guys. And when I help you, I help myself because the world is all about reciprocity and me making sure that I can um, go full circle and let you guys learn from what happens to not only some of my clients, but to people that don't become clients, but I still learn lessons from every single conversation I have. Everyone that I talk to when I do a clarity call, I ask them some specific questions and that's how I can just keep data on what's going on in the area of divorce. Because the more knowledge I have, the more we can start to deep dive into the issues and understand what is not being addressed. And that brings me to today's topic, which is why does divorce have to be so hard? Like, okay, we get it. There's a few things that without a shadow of a doubt cause us so much heartache and that without any shadow of a doubt is emotions and we're fighting these demons when we're getting divorced like some of these demons that they're not even our partner they're demons we have ourselves that we may not even have known we even have I remember you know when I was going through it these emotions were coming up that I'd never, simply never felt before. I didn't even know where they were coming from. These voids of feeling lost and lonely, even though I lived in a house with four other people. It didn't make sense. And these emotions of fear and how will I be able to do this myself, like all of these you've heard before the fight or flight mode we just automatically go into well if I'm going to make this decision how will I survive because survival is the key and we all want security and how are we going to get that if we take these steps and what happens is we have this internal dialogue that goes on and we have to choose which of our priorities is more important is it more important to stay in this unhappy relationship or is it more important to get up and do something about it and even though we might not have the money we might not have the happiness to start off with eventually we can see that things were going to turn around so there's sort of this internal fight that happens and the same thing happens if you're the person that unfortunately finds themselves in the position where you didn't even see this coming you did not even expect it and all of a sudden you're put in this position that your partner no longer wants to be with you what do you do it's like what do you do and I've 
been on the phone today to two of my beautiful clients. Both of them are in that position where they didn't see that their partner wanted to leave. They thought that everything was all right. I mean, they look back now and they can see some signs of where their trouble was sort of brewing, but didn't really think it was a major issue. And both of these, one's a man and one's a, a, a woman, and both of them, unfortunately, have thought if they just leave it for a little bit, things might turn around. The other person might change their mind they might be able to realise how lovely and important they have been in structuring and building their life. Don't get me wrong, both of these people are just amazing, amazing people and they both deserve happiness. So it breaks my heart when I look at them and I can see that they are so, so lost because they really did love their partner like every husband and wife should. But if you don't actually take steps to address your emotions, what happens is unfortunately they unravel and they take over and we've got to learn how to control them and we've got to learn how to use them to just keep that forward momentum and keep going in the right direction. And it can be very difficult and it can be hard. I don't say that it's easy for anyone, but everyone knows divorce is so hard because of the emotions if we could take away all of the emotions it becomes just like a business transaction you know it's just this is on face value let's just draw everything um, down the middle or whatever we want to do and you take this and I take that now some people can do that and this is how this is how I know this for a fact because the couples that are very amicable and have decided, well, this just isn't working for either of us, they're able to take the emotions out of it for that very reason. They've both made the decision that it's time to to go in a different direction and they can still remain friends, but it's time to just move on individually for personal growth or whatever it is that they're, they're looking for. Those guys are able just to cut it down the middle. But when the emotions are involved... Not only are we dealing with everything else, we've got to deal with our, you know, our demons or whatever it is inside that we're personally feeling. And in many cases, for the very, very first time, we've never had these emotions before and we just do not, we simply do not know how to deal with them. And that's why counselling is really important and making sure you've got a really good support network to help and support you because it's key to help you get through this. And, And that's why, one of the reasons why divorce is so hard. The next one is assets. Like we work so damn hard for everything. You know, we go to work, we give up so much, we give up time with our family and our friends to go and in many cases do a job that really we don't want to be there. It's not like it's our purpose in life. We're only doing it because it's giving us a pay packet. And unfortunately for those people, I do feel a little bit sorry. I wish everyone had a job like mine where you go to work and and it's the reason that you breathe, it's your purpose, all of that sort of, let's say that, you know, mushy stuff. But that's the sort of job that I have and I'm very privileged but when you go to work and you just go to work for the dollars 
what that means is you come you become a little bit resentful for then splitting it up because well hang on I've worked so hard to allow us to build this and now you want to take part of it that's not sitting really well with me also happens in a lot of cases with superannuation when people have to split their super someone may have also been salary sacrificing having this dream that their future is going to be better when they retire and so they're they're doing a little bit more than everyone else to help them get there and then all of a sudden that's got to be split and that can leave a sour taste in someone's mouth especially if it wasn't your decision to leave the relationship and then the next reason that divorce is so hard is the cost And it's not just a financial cost, you know, it's an emotional cost. And the cost of divorce can vary from being, you know, up to around $10,000 up to $150,000, if not more. And it's when we look at the emotions, when the emotions are so high and we can't deal with them and we become all of those negative things, that's when the costs get out of hand and it's when someone has an expectation that they've either been poorly treated or it's just there's a I suppose just there's an expectation that I deserve this even though the deserving could just be a story that they're telling themselves and it's what they think and it's not what everyone else thinks but they think they deserve it they will fight very hard to get what they think is theirs. And to prove a point, they will use all of their emotions and everything else to fight for the assets and that costs them a lot of money. So that's another reason why divorce, you know, it's so hard because we need to address those things. And the next reason would be communication. It's so hard to communicate with someone when there's so many emotions, so many emotions. So like, as you can see, I'm going through them one by one here, but to communicate with someone when emotions are high and you're discussing assets and it's going to cost you something, what it does is it it can make communication near on impossible. And for some people, they don't want to communicate at all. They just want to get it over and done with and it's easier to ignore what's happening. Or when they do communicate, the communication, the words that they use are inflammatory. They just want to start a fight because they're frustrated themselves and they don't know how to deal with their own emotions that they put it in writing or they push it on to the other person because they want them to hurt as much as they do and sometimes when you read between the lines of how people communicate it can tell a big story sometimes it's just someone is so hurt by what's happened or they feel regretful or guilty or something like that that in the communication it can come across as something that they really don't mean And I'm sure later on, if they went back and read it in another context, they would understand that it it has been perceived or received, whichever way, as something that really they didn't mean at the time. But being able to communicate is a real key to a successful divorce. But if you can't communicate, it makes it really difficult 
really does. And I know it's hard, but if you are going through a divorce, communication is one of the greatest tools to be able to remain friends as well. But it's hard to put all of your cards on the line. It's hard to tell your partner how you feel. The other thing is, is sometimes you feel like you're at war with that person and the last thing you want to do is actually tell them the truth. And and there's a lot of hiding and those sorts of things about what you really feel is going on at this particular time. So because of that, you're not being your true self. So communication just another reason that divorce is so hard and then the last one without a doubt is identity and sometimes part of our identity is our family is the circle of friends is the house we live in the car we drive the business we own it's what people think of us it's what we've strived so hard to build over many years of marriage And when it looks like our identity is going to come crumbling down, we fight to save it and we fight with whatever we've got. And I see this a lot when I'm working with wonderful women and the husband may have a business. And the first thing often for me is it's so key that the husband's able to keep the business. That's if the business is not an anchor around their neck. Now, I need to be very careful here because sometimes it's been the business and the failing business or the the pressure of the business that could have been the demise of the marriage. And if that's the case, sometimes it's better for the business possibly to be solved. But that's a question that always has to be asked. Do you really want the business? Is it this blood, sweat and tears that you've put into building the successful company, is that what you want to keep or is that part of the problem? But identity is key. So I want you to ask yourself, what is your identity? And for me, my identity was to be a very good mum. I'm a nurturer. I'm, I'm a lover. I'm a giver. That's my identity. And for me, it was just making sure I had children early on And I looked like I was the perfect wife and mother. That was the identity that I thought I wanted to live. Um, It's not the identity I have today. And I've learned that identities can change and evolve throughout our life. But at the time, that, that was what I was striving for. I was striving. And that's possibly why I stayed longer as I than I should have as well because my identity was a successful marriage and I've spoke about that before friends used to say we look like we were the hallmark family that was the identity that I was living so identity is the other reason that just sometimes divorce can be hard because people don't want to let go of that they don't want to let go of I'm a property investor they don't want to let go of I'm a husband or a wife with a few children. They don't want to let go of, I'm a business owner. And it's all of that as well that just makes it so hard. So let's just go back over them. So we've got the emotions and then we've got the assets and then the cost, then communication and then identity. So these five reasons are personally that I've witnessed and seen make divorce so hard to deal with. 
So you might say, okay, Tanya, if that's why they're so hard, what should we do about it? I'm going to tell you about that in next week's podcast. All right, guys, I'll talk to you then. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Divorce Angel podcast. Go behind the scenes of my business to learn the secrets no one else will share. Deep dive into the Divorce Angel process and listen to our most popular episodes over at tanyasummerton.com. If you love this episode of the podcast, do me a favor and head over to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives. That's all for now and I'll catch up with you next week.